Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. So, look, more uh, more clickbait today, but a conversation that I'm eager to have because this is one of my lead items posted today at Smirconish.com. Would you want his job? Would you want his job? Um, I'm referencing Dr. Anthony Fauci. And today, that's not the way we worded the question, but today there is a, a confidence. I, I'm not sure what to call it. Is it a confidence or a, or a no confidence? Maybe I'll know when I see the result. But I want to know if you have confidence in the job that Dr. Anthony Fauci is doing today. So when you go to the website, you will simply see it says, is this how they do it? Is this how real pollsters do it when they have a, a confidence vote? Or do they just ask, do you have confidence? And then it's either yes or no. This is how the polling department decided to do it. OK, I like the way you did it, Okay, <laughs> which is Dr. Anthony Fauci, colon, confidence, no confidence. Well, early voting yet, but already over 4,000 votes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the sort of thing everybody's got an opinion. And it is very lopsided. Very, is it? very lopsided. Is it? Hmm. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, just judging from the predilections of the voting members of the audience, because one never knows who are the people who vote in comparison to those who listen. Obviously, the 4,000. The 4,000 who have already voted haven't heard a damn thing I have to say they about it. They just heard the last they don't even, two seconds. They don't even know why I'm asking the question today. <laughs> so let me tell the rest of you why I'm asking this question. Dan Zak and Roxanne Roberts have a Washington Post profile of Dr. Anthony Fauci today. You must read it. It's a, it's a long read. It's a deep dive. It begins with them visiting him in what they describe as his very modest Washington, D.C. area home, noting the fact that there's a security person out front and now there are cameras all over the place. People are coming by outside, though. They are snapping photos. Two years into the pandemic, Anthony Fauci remains the face of America's covid response. And on this cold Saturday in January, thousands of marchers are descending on the Capitol to rally against vaccine mandates Are some of them staking out his home? The security agents usually leave at a certain time, the doctor says, but tonight they're going to sleep in our guest room. 
So here's Dr. Fauci with protection on the day. I guess this was the same day that RFK Jr. made his uh, Holocaust analogies. Michael Smirconish. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Get more critical thinking at Smirconish.com. Something else in the Washington Post pertaining to Dr. Fauci that I, I thought was interesting and kind of sums us up. And, and also the, the, the Holocaust reference appears here. Many Americans would rather take their chances with a virus than a vaccine. Isn't that true in a nutshell? Many Americans would rather take their chances with a virus than a vaccine. I had an extended conversation with someone yesterday who did not get vaccinated, uh, you know, a young invincible, uh, and was absolutely down for the count for, for 10 brutal days as a result. And the conversation that I was having with this unnamed individual was me saying, okay, well, in retrospect, don't you wish you'd, you'd gotten the, the vaccine? Because arguably you'd have been spared that. Maybe you would have had flu-like symptoms, but you wouldn't have been on your back for, for 10 days. What was the answer? Mixed. The answer was mixed. Yeah. Very interesting. Many Americans would rather take their chances with a virus than a vaccine because there's more than just virus going around. There's something else in the air. Symptoms include rage, delusion, opportunism, and extreme behavior, like comparing Fauci to Nazi doctor Yosef Mengele, as Laura Logan did on Fox News in November. Or setting out for Washington with an AR-15 and a kill list of quote-unquote evil targets that included Fauci as a California man did last month. Surrealistic is what Dr. Fauci says. 
He's not had a day off since the beginning. I would say that I'm in a state of chronic exhaustion. And then he quickly adds, but it's not exhaustion that's interfering with my function. He is a precise man whose tour in the information war has made him extra vigilant about his words. I can just see, you know, Laura Ingram saying he's exhausted. Get him out of there. There is no truth, Fauci says, for effect. There is no fact. People believe hydroxychloroquine works because an Internet charlatan claims it does. People believe the 2020 election was stolen because a former president said so. People believe that Fauci killed millions of people for the good of his stock portfolio because it's implied by TV pundits, Internet trolls and even elected leaders. Yeah, I've heard that one. That's come through my in-bin several times, like, well, you know he's profiting based on all of this. Fauci is unnerved by the almost incomprehensible culture of lies that has spread among the populace, infected major organs of the government, manifested as ghastly threats against him and his family. His office staff, normally focused on communicating science to the public, has been conscripted into skirmishes over conspiracy theories and misinformation. And then the piece goes on to talk about the way in which he's been treated during his Senate appearances, sparring with Rand Paul, for example. Do you think it's a great success what's happened so far? Do you think the lockdowns are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. And now 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a uh, winning success what you've advocated for government? And then there was the time that Roger Marshall displayed his roughly $400,000 paycheck. You remember that. Uh, Fauci's been in the same unelected position for 38 years. He oversees a budget, direct and indirect, of $6 billion. Confidence in his leadership is softening. According to polling conducted since April by the Annenberg Public Policy Center, after holding steady last summer and autumn, the percentage of Americans who are confident that Fauci provides trustworthy information about COVID-19 is down six points from April. Well, just think, think out loud as you are doing whatever it is you are doing. What do you figure the percentage of individuals who say Fauci provides trustworthy information about COVID-19? Where do you think he is now? I mean, look, in in today's uh, political convention, I mean, I've spoken here recently about the president's approval number, uh, which on a good day is at 44 percent. Fauci is at 65 percent. It had been at 71 percent. And speaking of Biden, Kathleen Parker, and this is pointed out in this piece that I'm, I'm recommending you read, which is very prominently linked at my website and in today's newsletter, it makes reference to Kathleen Parker making the point that Fauci seems seems to be less today. He looks less uh, confident. And then she, I think, correctly points out one of the reasons. And it's the same point that I've made about Joe Biden, which is not to excuse any of Biden's shortcomings or any of Fauci's shortcomings. But what's missing today? Trump. I mean, you used to see him at those White House briefings and you'd hold your breath for what the president might say. And then you'd look at Fauci in the same frame. and You'd be like, 
Whew, okay, well, at least there's a seasoned hand in the room, but you no longer have that comparison. Best way that Trump can run for president is is to never do any other events and just stay out of the, uh, you know, the, the comparison box. Yeah, same point I make about Biden. So let me be the first. Well, OK, let me be number four thousand and one to answer the survey question today. Here's my answer. Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but I'll I'll give you my my answer as directly as I'm able. Confidence or no confidence. I give him a vote of confidence. I give him a vote of confidence with with a, a bit of a caveat. Um, do I think him competent? It, well, how would I answer that question? Do I think he provides trustworthy information about COVID-19? Yes, I do. Do I think him competent? Yes, I do. Uh, do I believe him to be fallible? Yes, I do. I think there have been messaging errors. I, I get that the science changes as the data comes in. I completely understand that. So I don't think it's fair to say, well, you told us not to wear a mask and then you told us to wear a mask. Well, if data were forthcoming that now suggested, hey, it really is transmissible in a way we didn't recognize, I think it's okay to change. I think it's unhealthy to be lockstep in your position as the world is changing around you. Do I think there have been errors of messaging? I do. I'm not sure how much of that is Fauci versus the CDC, nor how much influence he has over them. But I certainly acknowledge that there have been problems of messaging in the last two years. Um, So he's not beyond criticism. Do I think that he is honest? I do. Do I buy any of the, the, the business about him lining his pockets? I don't. Um, maybe I'll be proven otherwise, but I don't think so. And, and, and also, what would I say? Do I have sympathy for the position in which he finds himself? I do. Now, the caveat, you thought the caveats were already in there? No, this is the caveat. The caveat is, I'm sure that in his mind, he wants to he just wants to see it through, you know, that he, he doesn't want to retire. He's 81 years old. He's an older guy. I'm sure that he just doesn't want to retire until there's more closure on the pandemic front. And we're not there. But at a certain point, I also think that it's good to shake the bottle and bring in new blood. Even if even if the deficiencies of leadership are not necessarily your fault, sometimes change is good. Are we at that point today? I leave it to you. Am I confident in Fauci? I am today. But I recognize that because of a lot of dynamics that are not uh, um, within his control, you know, that and, and by the way, I also fully recognize that you could replace Dr. Fauci with somebody else. And all of those who would rather put their hands, you know, in the virus than the vaccine are still going to be among us and are going to be doubting the next person as much as they will doubt Fauci. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? 
What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.